I'm Christina. And I'm Megan. And, and this, this is, is the, the Aftermath, Aftermath of Sex. Hey everyone. Hi. We are here with some more birth adventures. Oh, I'm so excited for today. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. We have great stories for you. We have four of them today. Yeah. And we'll. From some wonderful women. Yeah. Who birthed some children. Yeah. Yep. Four of them in our story. I <laughs> tiny humans. Yeah. Tiny humans. And we're going to start with a really good one. So are we? We are. We're going to start with your mom's story. Oh, we're going to start with my brother. mom. Oh, my brother. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Husky brother. But he didn't call me. Oh. He didn't call me back after I called him on Christmas. Oh. I know. Seriously rude. He's busy. Yeah. He has his own business. Things are happening. He's a really cool guy. He could come stone your house. And by stone your house. <laughs> Okay. He's a stonemason. A stonemason. And he like, he's a, he's the real deal. He's legit. Nice. So in Michigan, there's this peninsula and you know, on the peninsula, people are a little bit more wealthy. Okay. Okay. And so his jobs are pretty involved. And yeah. so when I visited this, um, this summer, when I went to go for my mom's surgery, he showed me one of the houses that he was working on. And, oh, there was just like a little cottage on the side. But he had done the stoning all around the bottom of the house, the chimney, wow. around the bottom of the cottage. He did the slate for the ground, all of the fireplaces in the house. Wow. And it was on the peninsula, like on the water. It was gorgeous. It probably was. So this man is booked out like two years. Really? Yeah, because wow, he is legit yeah he does a good job yeah he's cool. yeah i love him so much but yeah. call me brother yeah if yeah you're listening you were born right we're gonna <laughs> talk about your birth and so yes. <laughs> give your sister a shout out or a call at least something okay <laughs> for honoring your birthday story right? yeah all right very good well i'm excited to share this because the last story that we heard about your mom was quite a tragic and sad one yeah so this came after that yes loss. and i can't imagine the anxiety that one would, yeah. would feel after having i mean i can imagine it but i can't like really deeply understand the amount of anxiety that that would provoke yeah so Okay. If you didn't listen to my mom's first first birth story, I think it's in Birth Adventures 2. I think or so. I think it's in 2. I think it's in 2. 2 or 3. 2 or 3. Go listen. Yeah, listen. Okay. All right. So this is by Miss Rose Selkirk. So always pondering what went wrong with my first birth, I did everything that I was told to do. I carried to nearly full term, had a natural delivery, and visually seen a fully developed little boy. But he had passed just prior to me delivering and went home and we went home empty handed. Oh, man, those empty arms. I know, I hate it. I always knew that God was protecting us as young parents from heartache of some kind. And when the good Lord knew we were ready, he would bless us with children. Well, here we go. I'm expecting again. Mixed emotions rushed through me constantly. Yeah. I was filled with excitement, fear, anxiety. You name the emotion and I tell you I experienced it during this pregnancy. I was often sick, but looking back, feel that it was most likely anxiety. I believe that. Yeah, for sure. I was so nervous and fearful of the outcome. This little tyke was very active, which was a wonderful reminder that he was hanging in there. I found myself trying to make him move if I felt he hadn't to ensure everything was fine. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we all do that. But yeah. But the extra anxiety that would come after. Especially because she felt. Right him move the night before right. she delivered right yeah. right yeah yeah 
Um, let's see. I kept very active, which everyone told me would make the delivery easier. Not that I had a choice. I was now a farmer's wife. <laughs> so seven days a week was expected. And let me tell you that that seven days was long. Yeah. Like, those are long. I grew up on this said farm. Yeah. And I have never worked harder in my life than when I was little. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And it, I can't imagine doing it pregnant. Yeah. But anyway. It's a lot of work. She was probably exhausted. Yeah. Everyone also stated each delivery goes faster, so pay closer attention to the last few weeks. That, of course, was not something that helped me. It compounded my anxiety. Oh, oh bless her heart. That unsolicited advice. Maybe. Yeah. Everybody gives unsolicited advice. Why do they have something to say? Right. You don't have to say something every time. Every time you see a pregnant woman, just yeah. let them be pregnant. Let them be pregnant. <laughs> and for heaven's sakes, don't give them weird. Right. Don't say weird things. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, you felt very wow. Glad you got that out. But I think it's my mom. So yeah. I'm like, right. leave her alone. Seriously. <laughs> no one ever knew how I was feeling back in the day. You were expected to just continue on and not really talk about much oh. of anything, which makes it even more difficult, in my opinion. I, I mean, just think about, like, you just, that happened, move on. Right. Whereas today yeah. we have all sorts of support yeah, exactly. and we realize that... When you just shove it down and are told to move on, like that is the worst thing. It is. Yeah, I agree. Finally, the day arrived and off we went to welcome our bundle of joy. Those that stayed it, uh, stayed to watch stayed to watch closely because each delivery comes faster was definitely incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was in labor for days. However, oh. it was only several hours. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Perspective. Yeah, seriously. I was ready. The doctor came in and was very stern looking. Why do we got stern looking doctors? And doctor? why did, I mean, this sounds like the last guy. Right. Seriously. Come on. Not the best feeling when you're full of anxiety to begin with. Yeah. All I was thinking to myself was at least he isn't young and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Just an old fart. <laughs> Excellent perspective, no, mom. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. So the struggle began. Yelling for me to push oh, and nothing. Yelling? Nothing was happening. Why were they yelling? I don't know. Rude. I don't know. I feel like there, there should only be one person ever in the room yelling, and that's the person who is birthing. birthing. Yeah. Otherwise, Amen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, she goes on to say, this went on for several hours. Oh, then no. finally the progress began, only to bring in trouble. Oh, no. The cord was wrapped around the baby's neck. Of course. At this time, I'm thankful for the old fart. As you can tell, <laughs> he knew what he was doing and he was well seasoned. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Finally, I heard the cry of a long-awaited baby boy. I was so excited to welcome Robert into this side of the world. The doctor had left the room and the nurses rushed around prepping the new arrival with what they do um, to clean them up, weighing and such. Soon the doctor returned and sat beside us. He looked much different now as he started to uh, explain. The nurses suspected a possible problem and soon after the head was out, I seen the umbilical cord was wrapped so tight around his, his neck that his face was blue. I was pulling so hard to untangle the cord that I may have frightened you. I'm just glad everything had turned out okay. Oh, he was saying that. Yes, I was like, the what? doctor said. No, that's oh, what the doctor wow. said. But I feel like he kind of redeemed himself. Yeah. I love that he offered explanation. I'm sorry I frightened you yeah. and I was pulling so hard. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, well, that placed a different light on things. Again, the good Lord knew we were ready, but wanted us to understand that without the grace of God, we could have been walking out empty handed again. <sighs> Yeah. Bomb. Yeah. Exploding seriously <laughs> for my poor mom. <laughs> right. Okay. We had been blessed and walked out with a healthy baby boy just under eight pounds. What a blessing Robert was to so many. The first grandchild on the Selkirk side of the family. Oh, and doesn't he know it? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Of course it's my brother. <laughs> right, right. Stay tuned. I'm not done yet. God had one more gift for us. Oh, the best gift. The oh. best gift, obviously, is Christina. <laughs> I perhaps I'm a little biased. Yes. That was but so that's good. for another day. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Thanks, Rose. Okay. So I um I'm gonna move on. 
and talk about, I'm sorry, I'm a little teary because oh, anytime my mom talks about her stories, know. you know, so I'm just going to clear my mind. Okay. And then we're going to talk about Miss Anna, um, Anna Gagney House. I think that's how you say it. Please don't kill me, Anna. I love you. Um, but she's going to share with us Esther's birth story. Yes. So she says, on September 6th, I was super excited. I knew I was just a few days away from meeting you, my new baby. I was sure you were a boy. I couldn't wait to meet my Oli. Uh, so we previously heard her story yes. of Oli. Yes. So she thought this was a boy and her Oli. Ah. But this is Esther. This is Esther. So this was indeed not a boy. Okay. Um, when I went to the midwife that morning, so it was a surprise. Yeah. So that was cool. I love it. I love surprise They're birds. my favorite. They're so cool. I, they're my favorite. It happens so infrequently. Or I actually well, feel like it's happening more. It's turning around. Yes. Like people are waiting yeah. more, I yeah, think. And I, I think it's it, like the emotion and that yeah. moment is yeah. so cool. It is. It's it makes me tearful and I've seen millions, well, not yeah. millions of birds, but <laughs> thousands yeah. essentially. So yeah. yeah. Um, when I went to my... My midwife that morning, I was ready for her to give me an update. I was diabetic, grouchy, tired, so ready to meet you. Our wonderful midwife, Christina, checked me, looked up and said, congratulations, you're four centimeters. <laughs> I remember with Lucia's birth going from zero to seven centimeters, was amazed that I was four centimeters and hadn't felt a thing. Mm -hmm. Christina asked if I wanted her to swipe my membranes, a process that would kickstart my labor in earnest. I hesitated for a minute. A minute in which it became painfully real that there was soon going to be a second baby in our lives, a second baby. And then I said, yes, because in all reality, what else was I going to say? <laughs> um, Christina swiped my membranes, which mildly hurt. And then I got dressed and I left the birth center. I left um, our just kidding. Hold on. Sorry. I started feeling small contractions almost immediately, but since Lou's labor had been 10 hours from start to finish, I thought I still had a few hours before things would really kickstart. I went to work in order to tie up a few loose ends. Imagine my complete and utter surprise when about two hours after going to work, my water broke. Ooh, that gets uh, real. <laughs> at work, I, I don't I don't know that I want my water to break at work. No, that's like a movie. But it's fun. Yeah, seriously. Like, what a story, right? Yeah. Not in the bathroom where I just peed and thought there was some pressure, <laughs> but in my office. Oh, oh no. Oh, <laughs> all over my office chair. <laughs> all over my chair, my floor, as I stood there, all over myself, amniotic fluid everywhere. Oh, I. <laughs> but it's movie esque. It is. I just mean, like a, the movie. It's great. It's such a dramatic story, beginning <laughs> of the story. I was momentarily paralyzed before calling several coworkers in quick succession. Samara and Amy B promptly arrived and helped me remember to call Justin, change my clothes, and have me give and gave me new shoes. Oh, what good friends! So that's the thing; it runs down right into your shoes. It does. It fills them. So when you go to the hospital, bring shoes that you don't care about. Right. Yeah, because you're likely to get things in them. Yeah. Okay. She says, um, Justin arrived in a flurry and walked me to the car. I called Christina who advised me to go home and come back in when the contractions were closer together. So let me just tell you about that. Cause a lot of people think that you should just rush right in. Yeah. You have to talk to your provider first, of yeah. course, but if you are not wanting pain management, right. then going in right after your water breaks is it's a long wait. Yeah. Sometimes your home is the most comfortable place. Yeah. 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 To labor. Um, having had a baby before, she said I'd probably know when it was time. That The next hour was a flurry of picking Lou up from daycare, connecting her to April to go to their house for as long as it took, and then heading home. I labored on the couch upstairs while Justin timed me and expressed a wish to head to town with about every other contraction. He's <laughs> like, okay, it's time. Okay, it's time. After about an hour, the contractions were more painful and closer together. Justin and I headed back into town and got to the birth center. I got checked into a room, not a birthing room, just a regular exam room, and got to sit there for about 30 minutes while I located someone who could check me. Oh, I was grumpy, in labor, and leaking amniotic <laughs> fluid all over a different floor. Oh. Christina was at the hospital with a different woman uh, who had the gall to be in labor at the same time as me. Seriously, how rude. <laughs> uh, 
so I had to make do with the doctor on duty. The doctor on duty, he who shall not be named. Oh, oh no. Uh, was I don't know, not. The names are running through my head right now. <laughs> was not impressive to me. A woman in very active labor. He clearly, clearly wanted to be golfing. So much so that it took him roughly two and a half hours to change into scrubs. And that was only because he grudgingly accepted that he might, long sigh, have to deliver this baby. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I feel so bad. Yeah. Oh. I feel so bad. HWSNBN, he who shall not be named, <laughs> showed up in the exam room after about 30 minutes, checked me, and declared that I was five centimeters. I wanted to cry initially because I was afraid they were going to send us back home. However, HWSNVN is in his one bright moment. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I seriously <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, in labor, you don't want, first of all, the person you don't know. Although, you know, I, I just, I could imagine how yes, she's feeling. Me too. Right? Me too. Like, it just sucks because it's not going it. the way she wants to yeah. go. And Christina is MIA. Right. Where is she? Right. Oh, at the hospital. With someone you know, else. Rude. Um, <laughs> but these babies, they come whenever they want. They so we have no controls. Yeah. We have to trust our partners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she says, I wanted to cry initially because I was afraid they were going to send us back home. However, H. <laughs> Sorry, I have to do it every <laughs> H. <clears throat> WSNBN, in his one bright moment of the next several hours, decided that since I was in active labor, I could go to one of their two rooms upstairs and labor there. I was very happy since that meant I was less than 10 minutes from a birthing tub, or maybe more than 10 minutes, as <laughs> Anna, you kill me. Um, I'm sorry. She says, or maybe more than 10 minutes as HWSNBN regaled us with golfing stories on the walk to the elevator. <laughs> and probably, okay, so in his defense, yeah. just quickly, he was probably trying to make light of the mood like he's. Yes, yes. And I he's see probably it. thinking the whole time anxious yeah. that yeah. the midwife wasn't here. Like, where yeah. is she? You know? Yeah. So they're both stressed that yeah. I was not there. Right. And then he's making what? like conversation about golfing when like, and she's, she's not like, having Shut it. Up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm so sorry. So, or maybe more than 10 minutes as H W S N P N regaled us with golfing stories on the walk to the elevator in the elevator, walking to the room. <laughs> and then as the tub filled, <laughs> HWSNVN was a little baffled that Justin and I didn't want the TV on and spent some time fiddling with the remote while I spent as little time as possible getting <laughs> naked and getting into a tub. HWSBN left and Justin and I were alone. I labored and Justin sat with me, letting me squeeze his hand and rubbing my back. Justin is a champ of labor. He sits, he listens, he endures with me. His laser-like focus on me is one of the main reasons I think I have such fast labors. Oh, that's oh, really sweet. That. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> These initials are cracking me up. HWSNBN came in every 45 minutes or so to check on me. I went from 5 to 6 to 7 to 8 slowly. I kept leaning back in the tub and visualizing a dark wooden door slowly opening. That's an interesting imagery. I like yeah, it. I yeah. yeah. Um, as the door opened, I could see a large window that had the sun shining through. Ooh, I visualized the door again and again. It's one of the few times in my life that visualization has worked for me. <clears throat> as I pictured the door opening over and over, at one point in very active labor, I heard the doctor say to a nurse who was also somehow in the room without me noticing. So how's that... <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I can't even read. So that's how you get the TV to work. <laughs> I wanted to yell at him to get the, f the F out of my room, but I bit it back because as I kept reminding myself in between contraction, this man might actually have to deliver my baby. I could not risk alienating him. Oh, that's something I, to think about, you know? Yeah. And mm -hmm. 
This is why finding a provider that you really bond with is important because he's, he's wonderful. He's qualified. Women love him. Yeah. Women hate him. Yeah. It's the same as me. Like women love me. Women hate me. Like all of our personalities are different. Yeah. So when you're looking for a provider, you find one that you mesh with because we're all okay. Yeah. But maybe you bond with one more than another. Yeah. So eight to 10 was intense. I kept smashing my chest into the chest of the, uh, to the edge of the tub without realizing it. Ooh, days later, I would wonder why I was so sore before I remembered that every time I had a large contraction, I would grab Justin's hand and lean forward, usually smashing my chest into the edge of the tub. I remember Christina coming into the room, seemingly appearing out of nowhere like an apparition. I remember her telling me to lower my register. I had become shriller and shriller with each contraction. So when what she means by that is like when she's pushing or like when she's having a contraction, she was screaming more like ah! like that. <laughs> and so when I'm like, okay, you have to be guttural about it. You've got to go, Ooh, you know, yeah. like that. So it just makes it better. Um, with her hands on my back, I lowered my voice, came back into my body. I pushed and felt the head come out. It bur- I'm glad I made it. By the way, yeah, barely. <laughs> barely. Um, it burned and hurt just as much as it had with Louisa, my first kiddo. The feeling of the head coming out of my body, then a breath, then the shoulders, always unbelievably wide. Christina caught the baby, and immediately I was helped to sit back in the tub and and hold the baby. <clears throat> I didn't have my contacts in, so I was peering, trying to see who this baby was. As I looked and I felt with my hands, Justin said, "It's a girl." I could not believe it was a girl, (laughs) not an Oli at all. Instead, we had Esther, a name which I had always loved, but had only come to me in the last two weeks. Similar to how I always felt Louisa spoke to me on the day before my labor with her. I think now Esther was introducing herself to me in the lead up to her own entrance to this world. After I had had a few minutes to deliver the placenta and be stable with Esther, we moved to the bed. I sat there with Justin and nursed Esther until she fell asleep. Kelly, bless him, brought two kinds of fast food for me to eat. My long-awaited reward for months of gestational diabetes. As we went from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., I watched the sky darken and then I, um, as I sat in the bed with Esther and Justin. Justin went and caught Lou, and she was grumpy to leave. April and Joel's where she was looking forward to one of her first sleepovers oh, outside the family. Way to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Esther. (laughs) We took Esther home and Alex, Meredith, and Nick were all there, which was a little awkward. I wasn't really ready to see that many people at that specific time. Eventually, after an hour or so, everyone went home and we all went to sleep with our new baby. Very much in love. Oh, what a great story. I love that story. There is so much there. There's so much. There's so much to process. I don't even know how to process it myself as a provider. Um. I just think about like wanting to be there, yeah, but needing to be somewhere else, yeah, and then hoping to make it in time, right? And there she is. She's like this he sh- who shall not yes, be named. I know, seriously, she it's... feels very strongly about this <laughs> very individual. Strongly. And he was probably just trying to do his best to be yeah. midwife, like, yeah, right, and be calm, yeah. But it's different. It's different. It's different. Every provider is different. Yep, it's true. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh man, that's good. Okay. Thanks, Anna. Yeah. For another great She has the story. best stories yeah. and she writes them so She's beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got another one here. So this is from Julia Worlane. She writes, I actually posted this while we were in the hospital to update family and friends. Oh, fun. Cool. So we have a crazy, wonderful, and scary birth story for you. Oh no. Sorry, this is really long. Oh, it's gonna be good. On Monday, March 1st, 2021. I went into work and was having contractions all day long, which I thought were only Braxton Hicks contractions. They were about 10 minutes apart, but weren't getting worse. After work, I went home and had dinner and my contractions were getting worse. We were counting them every eight minutes while sitting and every five, four and three minutes while standing. At this point, they were getting worse and Cody told me that I should go and lay down. So when I went to lay down, they were very consistent at 10 minutes apart 
but they were getting significantly worse. By about 10 p.m., Cody called the clinic to see if he could get in touch with the on-call provider to see if someone could come in and check my cervix. The call was transferred to Fairbanks to the triage hotline, where the lady eventually ended up telling us that she will contact the provider in tow to see what they say, but to keep monitoring what's happening, and if nothing changes, to call back in two days. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Two days? Who is this person? Yeah. Okay, yeah. WTF is what she writes. <laughs> With a really that pissed off emotion. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's not what you say to a pregnant woman in labor. Anyway, the provider ended up calling Cody back at about 10.30 p.m. and just telling him that we should head to Fairbanks because he didn't believe that he would be able to give us information on the situation. Oh that was great advice. Yeah. That should have been, been given earlier. Um, so oh that's what goodness. we did. Good. I'm glad you didn't wait two days. Um, we called Danae and she came and picked Madeline up and we went to get gas and head to Fairbanks. We were uh, then timing my contractions at about every five minutes at that point. And then they really didn't stop. They oh, no. just went to a dull pain and then into a full contraction. So for those of you that don't know, Toke is four hours away. Yeah. It's a four it's a hour bit drive. of a drive it, in a car. In a car uh -huh. laboring. Yep. No. So uncomfortable. Yeah. We get just past Dot Lake and I tell Cody that something is happening. Oh and no! And it's time to pull over. Oh boy. Oh dear. What oh, is it gonna happen? Pull in this over. Story? Okay. By the time we stop the truck and he gets over to the passenger side of the truck, I was already starting to crown. Oh, oh dear, she girl. delivered her baby yes. in the car from Toke to Fairbanks. Because she's a badass. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> that is an understatement. One more push and there is the head and then my water broke and one more push and the rest of our baby was out at 11.48 p.m. So it was on like the Alaska highway. kind of in car. In car. Yeah. In car, yeah, yeah, which I love. That's cool. Cody quickly caught him and put him on my chest, threw a towel on us and got back in the driver's seat and continued to Fairbanks. What Additional else are you going to do? badass. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Right. I mean, other, you could just sit there and wait for an ambulance. But yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, once we got into cell range, oh, they weren't in cell range. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, once we got into cell range, we were able to call my midwife and inform her that the baby had been born and <laughs> ask what our ne next steps are. I would have just turned around and gone back home, honestly. I said, oh, yeah. Whoa. I, it was a way. I think this was in the night. Like, I feel like it was. It was 11.48 p.m. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I remember this call. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Right. You have to, like, get your bearings and, yeah. have, you know, just like, are you, what, what's happening right now? Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, right as we were getting into Delta, I was able to deliver the placenta. And Delta is an hour and a half to two hours away. Yeah. Um. And she delivered her placenta. Like, Seriously. Who needs Christina? Right. Exactly. <laughs> she should have just gone home and taken a nap. Uh, shortly after we passed Delta, we stopped and put the placenta into a plastic bag. bag Excellent. And set it close to me to keep it warm as well. Oh, that was a and good so idea. And so we don't pull on the umbilical cord. Oh, because they're still attached. Tash. Yeah. So smart. Wow. Yeah. I am really, I'm wondering Cody's state of mind right now actually <laughs> because he had to have been having an out-of-body experience and losing it i can't imagine point. but he was clearly calm and like knew what to do you know he's pretty solid he he's has a, to be he's a steady male yeah seriously um yeah they're amazing i love them yeah yeah so she <laughs> says the rest of the trip to fairbanks was a blur <laughs> <I bet. laughs> just trying to keep our baby warm and see if he would nurse we pulled into the emergency lane at the hospital about 2 a.m. And Cody runs inside and asks for some assistance as his wife delivered the baby in the truck on the way there. I swear like 10 people came out to help. That That's yeah. true. Yeah. There was definitely 10 people that yeah. ran out there. And um, they were all from the ER probably. And, all and they scared. were all terrified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although you may have probably called probably given him a heads up. I'm sure yeah. that's probably something where people don't one person took my baby in the placenta and went inside. Cody followed the baby immediately. The rest of everyone else helped me out of the truck and onto a gurney. When I was actually in the hospital, they gave me my baby back and wheeled us up to the maternity ward. Uh, while this was happening, Cody went outside to park and clean up the mess in the truck. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. You know. Eh. Yeah. What do you do with that? I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> 
Um, there's some good detailers yeah. in town, maybe that. Yeah. Oh, well, she did write, thank goodness we had a towel on the seat that oh. got 90% of the mess. That's Again, wonderful. Good thinking. Like this wow. all just was like, just, just worked They're out. good. They're good. Yeah. The rest of the morning on the second, uh, on the second now, our baby was being checked out and getting his vaccines. By about 7 a.m., breakfast is brought in and I am told that this will be my last meal because I will be going into uh, surgery at 4 p.m. to have my tubes removed, which I'm assuming was the plan. Uh, yeah. While waiting all day for that, we enjoyed spending time with our new baby boy, nursing and trying to figure out a name. After I get back from surgery around 6 p.m., they bring dinner in and I can continue to nurse my baby boy. He has just had some troubles with it, but we are getting better. Now on March 3rd, we are prepared to be discharged. Also, it's cold in March. Yeah. I mean, there's snow on the ground. Yeah. It can be below zero during that time. Yeah. It was that, that just, you know, it just complicates puts it, things. Like, and the roads are not roads safe are to drive generally. Yeah. They're like, going to be icy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably not super cold, so it's not frozen anymore. It's probably yeah. warming up a little bit, so it's slick or yeah. it's not. Yeah, I agree. That so was Cody probably... had to, like, navigate. He had to catch a baby. Yes. Navigate the roads. Right. The keep his brother Keep his baby warm. Think about all the things. She's like, I'm going to try to nurse while right. we're headed to know, right? That's amazing. I know. She did all the right things. I know. She yeah. did. Yeah, they, really did. All them. they did. They did. All did. The right it was things. definitely yeah. a team effort. Uh, let's see. Okay. So they're, um, oh yeah. So now on March 3rd, we're prepared to be discharged. We have almost seen everyone we need to just waiting on a few people. They're able to get someone in the last minute to have my son circumcised. As the nurse brings me in the final discharge paperwork and points out a list that he wants me to look over before we leave, so I am aware of signs to watch out for, I notice that my baby has recently spit up something bright green. Oh, boy. Yeah. Breaking green's not good. not good. Uh, which was on the list. Yeah. It was on the list. I bring it up. I bring it to him, and he immediately takes the burp rag and swaddles, uh, swaddles that have... And swaddle that have the green on it. Like the blanket that the blank, has. Yes. Yeah. Um, and takes it to the pediatrician. He comes back with some unsettling news. They now want to keep my baby and run x-rays to see if there's intestinal issues. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would expect. We get transferred to the NICU where they take x-rays and speak to doctors in Anchorage about what is going on. Bummer. They now want to do a more in-depth x-ray where they put contrast in a bit of milk and feed it to him so they oh, can watch man. the liquid move through his body. After about half hour, they come back and tell us that they are done and we can come back to the NICU and be with our son. We wait in the NICU while they go over everything with the doctors in Anchorage. Uh, we finally get news back that everything will be fine and it must have just been a fluke that he happened to throw up bile. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bile okay. is in the intestines and it isn't supposed to be in the stomach. Um, it's now 6 p.m. on March 3rd and we are staying one more night in the hospital so they can monitor our baby for a little bit longer. We will be discharged on March 4th in the morning so we can bring our baby boy home to his big sister that is eagerly awaiting his arrival. Dang, that was a lot. That was. That was serious. That was a good story. I went, like, yeah, all over in my I brain. know. I, that is, like, <clears throat> I think every woman's worst nightmare is well, to deliver in the car. I think know? so. And I think, especially in Alaska, where yeah. we have it's so women remote. coming from so yeah. many places, yeah. there's, like, a running joke amongst the birthing community in Delta, like don't have your baby yeah. by Birch Lake. Cause it's like halfway between yeah. Delta and Fairbanks. Right. And that's where a lot of babies are born. Yeah. I believe it. I know. Yeah. I'm impressed with their ability. Every, I agree. To just stay calm. Yeah. Keep moving on. Yeah. Um, I agree. Cause yeah. I think a lot of people may have reacted a little different and no cell service. Yeah. That's what's really like, scary. Yeah, they yeah. had no cell service, no way to contact anybody to get any type of advice. Right. But they did all the right things. They did. Everything. It was so good. I know. Yeah. It's very cool. I'm proud of them. I know. I love that. What a great story. They're also, um, they are how I got my puppy, my little Akiri. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So they're um, super special. They're special. Their dog, their mama dog, is my dog's mama. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so we have one final um, uh, amazing story for you by Faith Friel, who also did, did our logo. Yes, let's so give her a shout out. We need to just love amazing. on her. Yeah. She 
is so amazingly talented, yeah. and so are her babies, by the way. Oh. I have seen some of their really? like paintings recently, and they're that. little really? and very talented. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. Faith is amazing, and she, she created our logo. We didn't even tell her what we wanted. Yeah. We just told her our vision, and she came up with it. Yeah. And, and we love it. It's our favorite Every thing. time we look at it, it just makes us happy. We can't even think of anything that could be better. And every, every time I see her, I'm like, thank you. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she says, first, thank you, Christina and Megan, for such great content. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, absolutely loving the podcast and can't wait for more episodes. You guys are awesome. That makes me feel good. Um, each of my births seem like they teach me something about myself. My first birth was obviously special because it was my entrance to motherhood. It also truly showed me a strength I never knew I had, which I think is similar is a similar theme with a lot of first-time moms. I'm a woman. I can grow a human from a seed. <laughs> and then in a holy baptism of pain, bring them into the world. That's pretty freaking cool. I love that. Yeah, me yeah. too. We should put that on a shirt. I so. agree, actually. <laughs> she has that in quotes. We need more information. Yeah. I like that. My first babe was born just a couple weeks before Christmas. I was 40 weeks and my OB stripped my membranes. Ouch. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. Some people hate it yeah. and think it's super painful. Yeah. And others, it's like they were out to lunch. Right. Like they have no. And yeah. I think it just depends on your pain receptors. Yeah. It must yeah. Be. Yeah. yeah. I was a little more nervous uh, about going into labor after that. Could I handle it? I planned on going the unmedicated route. All the other women in my family had managed without pain control. It seemed like a badge of honor or something. I also was nervous about anesthesia. I like the idea of just trusting my body to do what it was made to do. I was also open-minded about things and tried to begin labor with an open mind. That's the way to begin mm -hmm. labor. Open-minded. Yeah. yeah. Um, after my afternoon appointment, I started cramping. I had been told that the first rule of unmedicated labor is to ignore the contractions as long as possible. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, strategy. if, if yeah. you can ignore them, I know. you should. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. That's a lot to ask maybe though. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> especially with your first one. Yeah. I went grocery shopping. I cooked dinner. I watched a movie. Wow. She was accomplishing a she lot. She did. She was doing all this stuff. She was ignoring those contractions. She took she, it seriously. She was. I watched a movie. I did some stretching. My husband and I lived in a tiny dry cabin at the time. I really wanted to take a hot shower, oh. but that wasn't an option. Water is so important to so many people. Oh my gosh. Other yeah. people don't want to touch it, but yeah. it's, it's for a so lot of people. It's so therapeutic for like most yeah. of the world. Yeah. In various ways. Yeah. I showed my guy how to do counter pressure oh. during contractions. Oh, Good yeah. job. Yeah. I finally talked to him or I finally talked him into going to sleep so he would be ready to be helpful later on. Oh, that was wise. That was <clears> very wise. Because men are not like women. No, they do not have the stamina. <laughs> they really, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I have, well, we have seen dads just sleep through much of what's happening. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is happening over there? Right. But it, you know, it's okay. It's a, yeah. And every, every family and partner and stuff, they have their own way. But many are super supportive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But I, sometimes it's really funny because they're, like, snoring. Right. And this mama's, like, going to throw yeah. daggers. Yeah, and sometimes they almost do or they throw <laughs> something. <laughs> like, get over here. Get up. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, let's see. She says, I finally talked him into going to sleep so he would be ready to be helpful later on just in case this was the quote-unquote real deal. Yeah. I couldn't sleep and paced our kitchen and bounced on my trusty yoga ball until around 1 a.m. The contractions were every few minutes and had been for a couple of hours. I must have made some noise during the contraction because my man woke up. That's, an, that's good. Yeah. He woke up. Right. I know. Look we're going to give him love. Yes. I, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, he took one look at me and started putting our baby things together. <laughs> I didn't really want to go to the hospital yet, but I oh. really wanted a shower. Oh, so he talked me into it and off we went. We checked in around 3 a.m. and I was so excited. This was happening. My excitement turned into disappointed embarrassment. When oh. my nurse checked me, I was three centimeters. Oh. Bless her heart. You know, you didn't need to be embarrassed though, girl. Not embarrassed. 
But disappointment, I feel the disappointment. I feel like we put so much emphasis on the number. But there's so much more going on that is so much more important than that darn number. Right. Yeah. The same as I had been the previous day at my membrane Uh, sweep. That is terribly disappointing. Especially she'd been up all night working through stuff. Yeah. I tearfully tried to explain that they really did hurt. And I had been going for so long or, or wait, hold it. And had been going on for so long. I asked if she was sending me home. She said no and told me to hop in the shower and she would come back and check me in a little while. That's a good nurse. Yeah. So off I waddled to the shower in between the contractions that seemed a little stronger than before and scarier. If I was only three centimeters, how much worse was this going to be? And you can totally get in your head. No. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it does get a lot worse from there, though. Okay. To be quite honest. Well, yeah. <laughs> yep. Megan just ruined it. For I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. Uh, it sure do. It, it, yeah. it does. For the next five hours, I pretty much lived in the shower. Oh, the shower. My husband got drenched, oh. crouching behind uh, beside the shower, trying to apply counter pressure while my pregnant, naked self tried every position imaginable. My biggest concern was that nothing helped my pain usually she put that in caps nothing helps helps. yeah usually when something hurts you can do something adjust your posture hold it ice it something the helplessness the helplessness was scary for me i had to give it or i had to give in and let go and surrender to this pain that truly felt like it was killing me Ooh, that's powerful yeah i agree surrendering to yeah it's just i can't yeah, watching yeah. it, yeah. you can see when it shifts. Yes, you can. You can it's see all of super it's, powerful. Yeah, I was I was not as well prepared for that as I as I thought I was. I also think that is a pretty profound statement because there is. I was just actually talking to my class about this, you know, because they can get me off on birth stuff all the time, and we were having a birth conversation today <laughs> in class or yesterday. And I did. We were talking about this and how there is just no way to prepare for your first. Yeah, there's, there's like no way. I I just can't, because it's it doesn't even matter pain experiences you've had. This is like a unique pain experience all on its own. Yeah, and there's just no way. You're a little more prepared for the subsequent ones, but your first one, yeah, there's just no way. Yeah. So um, she says around 9 a.m. I felt an internal pop. My water had broken. Exhausted as I was, I also felt some validation. This pain was doing yeah. something. Then my nurse checked me. Three <laughs> and a half? Get it, girl. You're making change, okay? <laughs> and your water broke. Because that, that is huge. Itself That's is huge. Change. She tried to smile encouragingly at me. Oh. I cried. WTF. <laughs> Why couldn't I do the thing? And have the baby and dilate. I rolled over in bed and faced the wall and sobbed in between in between contractions. Oh my gosh. I know, seriously, you're breaking my heart. My nurse patted my back and worked through a couple of contractions with me, offering encouragement. She suggested I try the tub. She said that I needed to just keep trying things. And if and if it didn't work, that that was okay. The main thing was to keep myself moving forward. So off I waddled down the hall to the tub room. Once I got to the room, I threw off my sweaty, oversized hospital gown and gingerly stepped into the tub. I don't know if the water was actually that hot or if my overfiring nerves were just super sensitive, but it felt like oh, it was scalding me. It wasn't because we can't. Make it hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe back then I don't know how it was. Yeah. I don't. Maybe it was hotter, like 102 or something. I think it could only be 100 ever. No. When I okay, now I'm aging myself. It was 101. Was it 101? And I I remember starting it at 102 just I because agree. it's gonna cool yes, down. Yes, I I do okay. The same thing. Shh, we're not telling right. secrets here. Yes. Um, so I did that little ouch hot water dance and ended up perched standing on the sa- um the sitting area of the tub. I tried. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I, <laughs> so she was in it. She was in the water. She got in the water. I did the little ouch hot water dance yeah. and ended up perched so standing can... on the sitting area of the tub. Yes. Yeah, so it, there has the little seats. Right. And then there's a little perch, like a bench. Yes, there's a little bench. She's like a and bench. She was, yeah. Oh, gosh. Perched so on the little adorable. bench area, but in the tub suite thing. Oh. Okay. I tried to climb out, 
But at that second, I felt a contraction begin. And, and with it, a wave of nausea. Ooh, oh, that's good, though. We that's like good. that. I'm going to puke. Yeah. She put that in quotes. My nurse ex- expertly grabbed a trash can, and my husband studied me while I, my naked pregnant self vomited my guts out and contracted while standing in that slippery tub. Oh, girl. Yeah. And I, uh, and I convinced, uh, I can, I was convinced that there are a few things worse than puking while you can contract, while you contract. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, all of it. So you can't prevent a contraction from happening. Right. You can't prevent right. from happening. And when happen. they're happening together, it's so much. Yes. Then I notice a trickle of blood running down my leg. Ooh, I also like that. Yeah. My nurse managed to get me out of the darn tub and checked me. Oh, man, she hardly got in the tub. Yeah. I heard the urgency in her voice. You're nine centimeters. Ooh, very quick. Oh, wow, that was. Yeah. Let's she got go- gone, she got gone. Let's go back to your room and have a baby. That's something I would say. <laughs> go have a baby. I was so relieved to hear the nine centimeter part, but not as relieved about the go back to your room part. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Well, like I probably, well, I don't know. I can't say I wouldn't have moved her to her room, but you, she could have stayed there. Right. So at our hospital, there's one birth tub. So it's a hot commodity sometimes. It is. And so if you're not going to use the tub, you can't birth in the tub there. So if you're not going to use it, we try to get, you to back to your room so that somebody else could use the tub. They can get it cleaned up because it takes time. Yeah. Um, couldn't I stay here? No wonder I felt like crap. Was this was transitional labor, supposedly the hardest part. I made the long journey back to my room, stopping for the frequent contractions. I would grab around my husband's neck and let my body go limp during the contractions. I was learning not to fight them, just ride the wave and let it happen. Mm-hmm. By the time I reached my room, I really wanted to push. I wasn't sure if I had the energy, though. I was so tired, physically and emotionally. My OB was there somehow, and I got myself positioned and tried some half-hearted pushes. Mostly the contractions were just pushing themselves. I I did manage to realize something else was pushing itself, too. I groaned. I'm sorry. I'm pooping. I can't help it. My nurse and OB, of course, said, that yeah. just means you're doing a great job. Yeah. So true. It's so if true. If it's there, it's got to come out. Exactly. It doesn't make it any less degrading somehow, even during labor. I get that. I, know, I get it too. Yeah. But I don't want don't, don't yeah. feel that way. A few pushes later, I was wondering how long I could keep this up. I glanced at the clock. I'd been pushing for 10 minutes. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, no. It's a day full of disappointment. Yes. Well, and she knows a lot. Right. So that's part of the problem. That's like, right. you know, she's, she right. knows. She knows things. Yeah. So here she says, first time moms can push for hours. They can. Yeah. What if I needed an epidural now at the very end? I was oh. so spent. With one of the very next pushes, my OB suddenly said, amazing. He's almost here. I groaned. You say that to everyone. <laughs> she laughed and took my hand. I reached down, um, I reached down and felt a fuzzy, hard head where my oh. vagina was, should be. There was a baby coming out of me. This is really <laughs> happening. She put it all in caps. I had to Just yell it. it out. Yeah. That was the encouragement I needed. I really pushed that next time with everything I had. I was used to watching deliveries from the side of the bed. I was laying on my back when I delivered and was shocked at how well I could see the, his birth. His little body just slid right out and instinctively, uh-huh. uh, and I instinctively reached down between my legs and pulled him up to my chest. Oh, oh I love that so I much. Too. I can just see it happening. All I could do was cling to his little body and say, he's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. He was born at 11 a.m. What a miracle life is. That birth was so intense, dare I say painful. Not all pain is bad pain, though, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. It ushered me into motherhood. Uh, it showed me how strong I was how and how resilient. It. I'm crying now. She does, like, these stories, they give me. I can't even handle my life. It's just- it's okay. You're yeah. doing great. <laughs> it showed me how nurturing my husband was through my blood, poops, sweat, and tears. It showed me a depth of love I never knew existed and a whole new appreciation for life itself. I birthed my baby that day, but in a strange... Oh, this one's going to get me. Seriously. <laughs> so, go ahead. <laughs> I birthed my baby that day, but in a strange way, I felt like I birthed myself too. So, so sweet. Seriously. Faith, way to get us both crying, I mean, Faith. Okay. Ooh, wow. 
uh, it's special. And I know that I'm yeah. a blubbering idiot on most good days. <laughs> but it's so true. Like, I when know. you become a mom, it's something yeah. totally different in life. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. Thank goodness Megan isn't such a sap, but she was crying, too. <laughs> no, I love it. I love the whole story message everything you guys are all amazing you are and we love to share your stories yes. because somebody out there is saying me too yes or oh it can it can be okay yeah like oh okay it, it can be okay yeah. you know and um we just love that you're all so willing to share your intimate moments yeah. with us and with the world yeah. and um so keep sharing your yeah. stories we need your short stories because people want to hear your stories. They want to hear your short your stories. They want to um, be enlightened. Yeah. They want to laugh with us. They want to cry yeah. with us. And we need in order to keep doing worth adventures, we need more adventures to share. Yes. So um because there's millions of you out there. Millions. Literally. And you've all had one. Maybe not. Yeah. You have a story of some sort to you tell. Do. It yeah. doesn't have to be a birth adventure. No, it could be a body tale. A breastimonial. A breastimonial. Yes. Yeah. Um, a what the fuzz. Yeah. There's uh, so many stories. So many. Yeah. So if you want to share your story, you can go to uh, www.theaos411.com and you can select there. Um, and if you can't figure out a box to put it, just put it in any box. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the right box. We'll figure it out. Well, yeah, and we want to hear from you. So share your stories. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Don't forget to give us a like, follow, share. Yes, yes. We're um, really wanting and loving the reviews that we're receiving, but if we can get more reviews, tell us what you want, what you don't want, that'd be really cool. Yeah, we've gotten some really good feedback, and so we're just going to be adjusting things to just, you know, meet your desired listening yeah whatever and we're getting feedback yeah it's really good. and we love the feedback yeah. so keep it coming yeah all right you guys thank you for right. spending some time with us today yes and we hope you were enlightened and we hope you have a great day yeah bye, bye.